Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Look, 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 look. I can't look. I'm listening to the radio. Why do you keep saying look? Can you just say listen? If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V-I-G. You need a Twitter account. Not going to happen. The whole thing is inane. Besides, 140 characters is far more than anyone needs to make a point. They actually upped it to 280. Oh, good God. There's a lot of butts on the internet. Have you tried looking there? You'd be doing wind, windmills. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't blow, you can forget about television for that night. Darling, I want to watch television. I'm sorry. The wind isn't blowing. I know a lot about wind. I know a lot about wind. And now, April, our feature presentation. (laughs) Bean made that specifically for today only. And Bean was very upset that the last two thirds of the month fell on the weekend. So we weren't able to enjoy February and March. A lot of backstory on that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would get up on the weekend and just make it for myself just to hear it. Sure. It's not the same as being able to play it on the radio. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean show. It is Wednesday morning, the 3rd of April. The big dog is back. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) return of the mighty Kevin Ryder. How was Las Vegas, dude? Man, I needed to get out of the house so bad. Yeah? I hate it. You hate what? You guys hate it? Bean seems like he likes it. Like I being love the locked house? up in your house? Oh, I, oh, I, yeah. I love the house. Oh. I mean, I'd be happy if I never had to leave. I, the love, I love the house for a day and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. I had stuff to do. Mm-hmm. A Kings game I had to miss at a Galaxy game. Then I start really getting mad. I don't know if that's the same reaction as everybody. But now I'm sick of being tired. All right, what's next? I got stuff to do. Right. So you've been sick. Yeah. Okay, because nobody knew that. We never oh, said you were sick. Oh, I was in Vegas. Yeah, you okay, haven't yeah. mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Vegas, okay. and I didn't feel well. Right. <laughs> after all of the Like, were the kids playing in Vegas? Cool. <laughs> speaking, of the, uh, speaking of the gambling in Vegas, yes. I have. Uh, I do not participate in the uh, the March Madness bracket here at K-Rock. I assume it, I'm ahead. Well, this is my question, because Allie was breaking it down for us off the air uh, the other day. Is it possible, Allie, do I, did I hear you correctly, that Kevin could still win even though he didn't pick the final winner? You heard absolutely incorrectly. Yes. Oh, I, I did. It wasn't keeping no. track. I'm no. still it, up no. there? No, there's no, no way you'll win. you heard incorrectly. You have, okay. There's no way you'll there's win. There's no way. What? Not but even you, ha- you have a path to win, though, right, Allie? I do. Um, here is what Stryker broke it down, because I don't trust my math. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that if Michigan State wins it all... I win. If Michigan State wins in the semifinal game and loses the final, he wins. Striker. Oh, striker. And mm-hmm. if I'm Michigan out. State loses this next game, RJ wins. Oh, oh which man. we can't have. We can't, we can't have. have that. Yeah, Listen, he's the expert. Yeah. This is how much of a giver I am. Okay. I just want Michigan State to get past this round so RJ doesn't win. 
then they can lose just so striker wins. Then you're willing to fall on oh. your sword and end it all. I would like to win it all again. I mean, second year in a row. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> um, but I'm just willing to um, fall on the sword just so RJ loses. You're honorable. Thank you. Uh-huh. Why did you pick Michigan State? Ah, uh, green, and white. <laughs> green <laughs> and white. Green and white. Boy. Okay. I actually was going to go there. I really, there was something about Michigan State. Oh. I just like them. Hmm. And because everyone was a Michigan fan, I was like, ugh, Michigan. Michigan State. I'd just like to say something. Uh-huh. You're not that dumb person who picks based on green and white. Mm-hmm. You're just not. Well, really? She just said she was. Yeah, but. And I bet it's because it reminds you of the Celtics uniforms. That, no, I, I just really, I look good in that green. And really? I just, there's something about you, the coach, and I like that I can Jay-Z it up when I talk about his name being Izzo. So there's a lot of really dumb reasons. <laughs> I told you she knows a lot, so she's not only going right. with green and white. She's a professional gambler. Correct. Thank That's you a so great reason. much. <laughs> uh, but on, if, our, on our side bet, though, we, uh, Kevin and I owe... It's it's looking like you're, I'm going to be the winner on our side Excellent. bet. So yeah. we're going to the winner sort of loses. This is a terrible Absolutely. bet. It's a terrible bet. You get a cameo that we pay for that mm-hmm. makes fun of you. And who, you guys um, pick who it is. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who, and what they say. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Who's Michigan State playing next, Allie? Yeah, n- honestly no idea. Don't don't even Zero know. Zero idea. Texas Tech. Is okay, it? what if what if their coach's last name is Hova? Then what do you do? <gasps> oh, that's a great question. Amazing. Then you're in trouble. It's a toss-up. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we've got a lot to look forward to this weekend and Monday, right? Uh, before we get into today's all-new Kevin and Bean show, because we've got a good one for you today, has it, has it, have you ever had any interest in being in the Guinness Book of World Records? Nope. No. I'd like yeah. to be in it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be a, a good, a nice legacy. I do too. Uh, I think it's a nice legacy. Dave would like to be in it. Dave would like to be in it as well. Dave, have you given any thought to something that you could do that might get you in the book? Again? I I have tried before. Well, you tried your TV TV watching, yeah, but since you failed at that, I'm asking if you thought of anything else. When Bean says that, A, Dave set the record. Right. And B, he didn't get the record because of our record keeping. (laughs) White choice. Man. Records, I don't know, like records like seventy nine or something like that. He went a hundred hours straight, yes, right? and watching television and didn't get it because we didn't document it properly. Maybe yes. you should try a third time. Yeah. That's what we're we saying. tried to talk him into that. Uh, try it again, Dave. He's not had. There's lots to watch these days. Yeah, too much. Well, either. the reason I bring it up is because uh, family members of a seventy seven year old Chinese man are trying to get him in the Guinness Book of World Records. He's not interested in it. He didn't go for this record because he wanted to be in the book. It's just a decision that he made when he was 23 years old. For some reason, he got it in his head that his family would be healthy and safe if he didn't cut his hair. Huh. So huh. he has not cut his hair. This is my type, was, of, my type of OCD person. This is gross. Since he was 23. How mm. long is it? And now he's 77. You're like stepping on it? It is, uh, well, I, I, I haven't done the translation. It is five and a half meters, which would have to be, you know, six feet or so, right? Mm. I would imagine. Oh, it's so in He's his butt. It needs to be more than that. Probably I'm seven sorry? feet. It's, it's always in his butt crack. Yeah, but like, only part of it. And then it keeps going. Uh, it's 18 Ew. feet, guys. Whoa. Five no. and a half meters is 18 feet? Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, yeah. Five, just I thought it was three feet a meter, but I didn't want to guess because I sound stupid. Yeah. Oh, I don't know anything about meters. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. It's 18, 18 feet. feet. Well, he keeps it in dreadlocks, 
you'll be. Oh, interested that's the to worst know. part of this story. Oh my yeah, god, that's, that's that's what I think. And you've probably seen him at a fish concert, or like a three eleven show. <laughs> um, it, it came to the attention of the world when his daughter in law accompanied him on one of his long and frequent visits to the hair salon. He travels to a city, Sichuan, in uh, southwest China, to have his hair washed. Twice a month he goes. He has his long dreadlocks washed in a sink, then painstakingly dried and then put back together. It takes two or three people around three hours to to complete. I mean, I guess he's 77. He probably doesn't have a lot else on his calendar. Right. But there's two hair appointments a week. Oh, don't worry about it. I got nothing else for the day. But why would you want to go through that? Mm-mm. Why would you want to carry around? That has to be very heavy for an old man. Very why would you, heavy. Yeah, why would you want to carry that around and go through that travel and that I mean, three hours twice a week just to have long hair? You if you're not had- even going to get in the record book. Yeah, but you already answered that for the safety of his family. If right. he right. leaves, it's for the safety of his family. It's worth it. But also, well, like, if you're in your 70s and you can grow that kind of hair, like... <laughs> what, Please what, don't what make that you, noise. Like saying, right. And why are you doing gun fingers? <laughs> it's like, man, ladies, what's up, man? Look at my hair. You think he's getting laid with that hair? I think it's possible. Wow. I mean, imagine... 18 the, feet of hair? His peers have no hair. Like, he's the only option. Yeah, right. and they, that, that makes them the winner, as far as I'm concerned. The man's <laughs> daughter-in-law recently told the newspaper that in the late 1970s, somebody offered to pay him around 600 bucks for his hair, but he refused, saying his family's health was more important than money. <laughs> And I am wondering, because it would have been good information to know. Yes, please tell me about his family's health. Yes, has no one in his family died? Like, is his mom 111 or something, and that's (laughs) what keeps him going? It doesn't say. It doesn't say anything about how it's worked out. I mean, if we find out that this dude lost eight kids already, (laughs) then I'm going to say, what the hell are you doing, Grandpa? (laughs) Right. But 18 feet of hair. Although, I will say this. What's better than going to a hair salon and having people wash your hair? I hate it. Oh, well, of course. I hate do. it. I don't like to be oh, touched. See, for me, that's one of the greatest things ever. Yeah, there's a and whole business behind it, dry bar and all those yeah. places. Yeah, but yeah. if you're doing that two times a week, where people are just like two times a month. And you- oh, two yeah, times I'm a month. I'm out. And then he has 18 <laughs> feet of hair for them to work yeah. on, so they're rarely touching his scalp. I assume. Yeah, yeah. it I'm takes old. three hours. I got to rethink this. Yeah, yeah. So I say, beat it, Grandpa. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? He's a liar. He's just lying. All those things, none of those things are true. I mean, he said anything yet. Right? Mm-hmm. Did Omar do the right thing? I'll guess no. The answer's no. Probably okay. no. Uh, other, speak, other people speaking Spanish, what's that about? Well, there have been a number of stories in the news where Americans, how do I say this? They're berating people. Yeah, they're berating people because their Spanish is being spoken in front of them and we're not in Mexico. Go back to your country. It's like, you know, all those white, patty, you know, like those people that you see on people's cell phone videos that are just screaming obscenities at minorities. Like yes. barbecue yeah. Becky why is that? Ha- yeah, why is that mm-hmm. happening so much? Yeah, all of a sudden it's happening. There's been two or three stories in the news uh, in this last week, and, it, and Jensen saw it with his own eyes this week as well. Wow. I think I did, yeah. So we need to find out why it is so upsetting for people that other people are bilingual and you're stupid. And then we need to kick them out of the country and give the uh, citizenship to the person that's <laughs> speaking Spanish. Yeah, the people have sit back. Right. People who are speaking Spanish have citizenship. That's what's so infuriating about these <laughs> yeah, stories. True. Is there Americans who are able to speak two languages? They're the ones who are being berated. So we'll discuss. Uh, Jensen found a guy who ate all of the Taco Bell menu. Every item. At one time. Yes. Oh, one sounds seven. fantastic. Yeah, one In seven. one visit. Is beer mug okay? <laughs> <laughs> that should be his Guinness Book World Record. I mean, yeah, exactly. We have something that I can't wait for called Ali's Fart Box. <laughs> I'm not yes. positive what that is, but yes. I'm looking forward to it. Ali's Fart Box. That's exactly what it is. Can't wait. <laughs> he put that on the schedule. Oh, <laughs> Ali's Fart 
I saw it last night. I was like, I'm dying to know what that is. That's why you're here today. <laughs> yep. Nothing could keep you away from Allie's Correct. Box. Correct. <laughs> Plus, we've got your, your Coachella passes, K-Rock Party House passes, and TCL headphones this morning coming up in the 7 o'clock hour with a game. We will take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Bean? What? Are you Are you there? <clears throat> I may why, have. Uh, why did you say that? I may have. Oh uh, no, that's on me. Oh, so I was talking, but yes, you guys. But, oh, I see. But we don't go on the air till six. Okay, so no one will hear so this. I thought Bean dropped. No, he was no, gone. No. I didn't. I turned on his mic, uh-huh. but not up. Oh, so he was talking that whole time. He was talking right oh. after me. Yeah. I assume oh. saying some great stuff. Yeah. Is it weird that I enjoyed the silence? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I remember thinking, "Ooh, this is nice." <laughs> yes, because. Bean and I were trained in the day where it was like one second of silence was horrible. Uh, Yeah, that was like three or four. Yes, it was. Uh Kevin is uh, back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Right? Is that a four more years, kid? It is. Yes, it <laughs> is. Trying to figure it out. <laughs> uh, I'll say it again, then. It's uh, Wednesday morning. Alan McKay is here. Time for a first look at what's happening. Hey, said thanks that the first time. so much, Bean. I appreciate it. Uh, well, good news. Nipsey Hussle's alleged killer, Eric Holder, was taken into custody yesterday afternoon in Bellflower, which people were like, you shot somebody on Sunday. And the furthest you got away, knowing that the streets were going to get you, was mm-hmm. Bellflower. Never yeah, seemed like this was a secret. It was out in the open as to who it was. That yeah. Everyone knew they had a problem with each other. Like, I mm-hmm. think he was just waiting oh, to get caught. Oh, I didn't caught. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so when, he knew he would get caught, so why run? Yeah. When he was apprehended, he was allegedly trying to check himself into a mental health facility. A witness on the scene said that Holder had called a mental health facility and claimed that he needed help. So that is where he was picked up by the police. Officer said that after the shooting, he fled to a nearby alley where he got in a getaway car driven by an unidentified woman who has since turned herself in and was set free because she said, listen, I had no idea he even did anything. He just got in my car. I didn't even know he had just shot somebody. Like, I'm an Uber. Right? How crazy My rating's gonna go down. I I have waters for him. Just insane. But um, in other news, Nipsey's girlfriend, Lauren London, the mother of their son, Cross, has broken her silence, and she shared photos of her, Nipsey, and their son, along with a caption that said, I'm completely lost. I've lost my best friend, my sanctuary, my protector, my soul. I'm lost without you. We are lost without you. I have no words. It's the worst. Awful, awful situation. And yeah, they're saying they knew each other. It was a personal dispute. Like, what? Oh, it's just, it's awful. The whole thing's awful. Mm-hmm. In basketball news, though, did you see Russell Westbrook uh, had an incredible game? Yeah. It's only happened since the early 60s. From like 2020, 2020, right? Yeah, and that mm-hmm. was dedicated to Nipsey. Yeah, and wore it makes a shirt sense because in he wore a shirt, and, yeah. Crenshaw shirt walking oh, that's in. That's cool. And then 20 plus 20 plus 20 is 60, which is uh, the nonviolent gang that Nipsey was in growing up. I mean, they have violence, but it's not quite the 80s with the uh-huh. Bloods and the Crips. Uh, and I thought that was like kind of a nice, touching tribute. That's some Illuminati stuff you're doing right there with the math. Well, he said. Russell said it in oh. his post-interview. Okay, I thought yeah. you were just doing it. No, no, no. Like, what the heck, Jensen? I'm also a genius, but yeah. Allie looks at anyone that can add or subtract <laughs> like they're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this magic is you're doing with these numbers. What kind of crazy voodoo are you doing? <laughs> well, so I, I didn't have much help uh, when it was you know, coming time to translate meters, I'll tell you that. Jensen had to look it up. Yes. None of us knew where we were going with that. No. 18 feet was a lot different than you said it was like six. Well, because I thought a meter was like 39 inches. Mm, no. 
That's what Bean's been telling the ladies, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't even. I don't know even know how that would work. Yeah, it's huge no matter what. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> That'd be great if Bean said that. But 18 feet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's not even. That's, doable, that's a different guys. room. That's. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. big I get a hula hoop with myself. Right. <laughs> Good God. So Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones was on Good Morning America yesterday, and she was talking about her fiance Joe Jonas. And she said that he was on set for most of this last season. So we kind of figured out the ending. So they made him sign an NDA. Oh, that's, funny. <laughs> that's just funny. He knows the ending, had to sign an NDA. That's awesome. Oh, when asked if Joe Jonas was any good at keeping secrets, she laughed and said, No, he's terrible. So someone needs to get to Joe Jonas. That's what I'm saying. You guys. You guys hey, don't those want. Jonas Brothers assholes! You guys don't want to know how it ends. That's true. I mean, people, a lot of people would, but I don't. People who are always begging for spoilers mm-hmm. don't really want them if they enjoy the show, Agreed. I think. You're probably right. Guys, what do you think about this? That just looking at a cup of coffee in the morning is enough to perk you up? I heard that and immediately dismissed it as fake news. Nonsense. It is a new study, and it's called the wake-up effect. It can be sparked by just thinking of anything that reminds us of a latte or an espresso, and it's more pronounced than when thinking about tea. It's well, thought, tea sucks. Well, true. Okay. Yeah. It's thought to spring from our ingrained belief, especially out in the West, that coffee gets us up and running in the morning. So they had four studies involving hundreds of people across Western and Eastern cultures. They participated by given tasks after being shown coffee or tea-related cues. And those that were exposed to the coffee cues perceived time as shorter and they thought in more concrete, precise terms. <gasps> That's crazy. That is weird. Is it like Pavlovian? Like It's got to be. It has just, to be. Uh, you're just used to feeling that way when you take it. Hmm. So then when you right. see it, you feel it slightly. Yeah. And I, I guess. And I guess in more Eastern cultures, you're drinking tea, so you don't have that same ingrained belief about coffee. Right. That's why they didn't perceive things in I, such I drink a way. tea every single morning, hot tea, mm-hmm. during this show. Would you call it a cuppa? It's a cuppa. Uh-huh. And I, but I get, I get no benefit from it unless I'm actually drinking it. Just thinking, oh, I need to make some tea or I'm going to have some tea does nothing for me. All it does is point out that I don't have tea. But do, does it make you excited to have tea and maybe perk you up a bit? Um, oh, good question. Hey, I'd like some tea. Right? He's you're not dreading the tea. That's going to make me feel better. In other words, the anticipation. Right. Maybe. Well, study concluded. Wow. Send it in. Click. I don't. I did my study online. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Not sure. I thought science was BS. Yeah. They may be onto something now that you phrase it that way. Thank you. I'm totally a scientist. How much good does that do us, really? Just to feel it. Just to 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 know it. Just to know it. Maybe yeah. if you wake up. I feel up, better by looking at coffee. Yeah. It, if you, you're, uh, what? How much good does the study do <laughs> well, I, all I do. said and done? I find it I weird. I need to think more about coffee. <laughs> Did you hear my reaction? Oh, no. There's like five scientists probably who worked on mm-hmm. this, and those five could be working on cancer, but instead worked but on this. That's my point. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That is a little nice. annoying. Mm-hmm. Way to poop all over that study. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my science that we got out of it. Click. And beans part Click send. Hey, guys, some birthdays for you. There's some good ones. Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. All right. Adam Scott, Eddie Murphy, mm. Jenny Garth, Adam Bine, Amanda Bynes. Or Adam. Kobe Smulders, and Alec Baldwin. Ugh. I've got to get over my dislike for that. No, I don't. He sucks. That's what's happening. 
It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right, Kevin. Yes. You were out yesterday. Yes. But it was the great Dr. Demento's birthday. Oh. Mm -hmm. Many of our listeners grew up with Dr. Demento on KMET and then later on KLOS. He was, uh, he's broken, I mean, not just, uh, he not only made Weird Al's career, but he made thousands of records hits because of first exposure on the show. And Allie had a very personal childhood memory of Dr. Demento (laughs) that we wanted to explore a little bit. I sure did. Yeah, my dad had a tape or a record that he had heard on the Dr. Demento show of a farting contest. (laughs) And when I tell you a farting contest, it was full-blown... Uh, like a color guy and a, like they are going back and forth. There is like a, you don't need a color guy. Though. There's a farting pole that w- if you rub up against it, that will help you with the fart. There are all different names of the farts. This is just what I remember as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I just remember laughing hysterically and my dad with tears streaming down his face listening to this. Like, I used to be like, Dad, can we listen to the fart contest? It is one of the funniest things ever. Or is it? And that was the conversation. Bean's like, there's no way that holds up. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it might if we can and find it. And you haven't it. heard it since you were a little kid with Mm-mm. your dad. I don't think okay. I've ever heard it. Well, uh, most people haven't right now who are listening to the radio. It was made in the 1940s, by <gasps> the way. In the no. 1940s, it was made by Canadian broadcasters, and it's called The Battle at Thunderblow. <laughs> All right? The Battle at Thunderblow. Already in. Here's how, here's how the farting competition begins. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? It is our privilege to bring you at this time an eyewitness report of the first international trepidation contest. We are speaking to you from the ringside of the great Maple Leaf Auditorium, which is packed to the rafters with spectators, eager and curious. For the benefit of my listeners who are not acquainted with the facts relating to this event, it might be well to describe the two contestants. By the way, I love this guy. I do, too. He's fantastic. This guy is where I want to be in my broadcast career (laughs) one day. Lord Windesmere from uh, Wapping Fog Hole in Devonshire is, of course, the champion of the British Empire. And I'm also thinking about moving to Wapping Fog Hole. (laughs) I think I'd like to live there. The challenger is Paul Boomer, native son of Australia, who I understand worked his way to Canada in the crew of an ocean freighter carrying a load of Melbourne cabbage, upon which... Uh, so it is stated, Boomer trains exclusively. Well, yeah, because if you're on a cabbage ship, that's what, that's what you want to use to train <laughs> sure. your party, right? Sure. All right, so we don't have, uh, it's, the thing is 15 minutes long, so it was very difficult to narrow down. I'll play a little bit of the uh, ringside interview with Paul Boomer, who is the challenger here against Lord Windesmere. And here, ladies and gentlemen, is Mr. Paul Boomer. Uh, will you say hello to our audience, Mr. Boomer? Hello, Canada! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now tell me, sir, when did you first realize that you were proficient enough to take a, uh, a shot at the uh, Empire Championship? Well, ever since I was a little nipper, I liked to fart. I remember I used to make my mother and father laugh their bleeding heads off when I used to let one go in church during the announcement of the ladies' aid. Excuse me, Mr. Boomer, on the radio, we call it uh, crepitating. Now look here, cobber. What I always says is, a fart's a fart, whether you raise up on one cheek and sneak, or whether you give it a full blast like I do. All right, so he's got a lot of approaches, a lot of different ways to to handle that. Again, I won't spoil how it ends, but I will give you some of the play-by-play commentary of the challenger, Paul Boomer. And I think this is the part that you were describing yesterday, is you cannot believe, Allie, how many different kinds of farts there are. Well, I mean, these are world champions. Come on, Paul. Come on, Paul. Let's see. Now the house lights are dimming. And the great flood of high-powered electric lights cascade down onto the center of this great arena where stands, in simple eloquence, uh, the farting post. 
The farting post is about four feet high and is decorated with red, white, and blue bunting up to about nine inches from the top. The bare top section is worn smooth by the grip of many hands in previous contact. An hour hush falls on the vast, the vast throng as Boomer walks slowly, deliberately to the farting post. He's exuding confidence and he gives one last all-encompassing grin to the tense audience as he grips the farting post between a pair of hands that look as though they could splinter the post. I mean, aren't you just on the edge of your seat right yes. now in anticipation? Like, what is going to happen? What's he going to start with? <laughs> Let's find out. Now he flexes his knees, much in the manner of a boxer. He seems to be concentrating on the very top of the farting post. You can hear a pin drop, and here it comes. <coughs> oh, a beauty, a beauty. I think it was a... Triple flutter blast. Yes, that's what the judge signals. A triple flutter blast. That gives him 25 points right off the bat. And, and another, another of the same, and another 25 points. That followed by one, followed by one, no, two. I beg your pardon, three fuzzy farts in rapid succession. It's amazing how this man can change pace and style of offering by a slight, simple shifting of his buttock area. He's still gripping the post in complete concentration. Boomer now has a score of uh, uh, of 65. Those last three fuzzy farts at five points apiece, adding 15 to his previous score. And now here's something coming. A flooper! A flooper! A perfectly executed flooper! What's that? I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. That was a follow-up flooper. A follow-up flooper. The second time in the history of this sport that a follow-up flooper has been achieved in open competition. The only other time, I believe, was during the World Series held in Europe in 1783. <laughs> during the course of this series, uh, Francois Fouf, the famous French father, after leaving uh, a follow-up flooper, defeated Sandy McWind, his Scottish opponent, by only one bloop and then dropped dead. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was so much tragedy in this sport. Want a little more? Yes, yes please. please. <laughs> Enjoying it, Ellie? Yes, yes please. Well, it certainly has been a whirlwind session. I think the Paul Boomer is about played out or blown out, as they say. Uh, what am I saying? Uh, There's a fuzzy fight and another. That gives him ten more points. And he's not through yet, apparently. Wait a minute. Here comes a, a three. Oh, a little three. Worth only two points and very dangerous. Uh, and another, and, and another three. Well, he's certainly putting up a fighting finish. Four threeps, a very hazardous fight because of the danger of plotching. But giving him eight, a very valuable point. And there he throws up his hands. He throws up his hands as a signal that he's finished. And the crowd gives him a tremendous ovation. He's, he's sitting down, looking a little pale, a little wan perhaps, but smiling smiling happily at the crowd. This man has a definite charm about him that has endeared him to all except the most rabid Windesmere fan. I won't uh, spoil how it ends, but there are some very controversial events oh, that happen yes. when Lord Windesmere gets up there. Including, Bean. In, yes. I've got I've to ask you, mm. because when you said, listen, I'll go through the tape, uh, I was delighted because I knew it would bother Bean. Oh, I hate farts. Uh, because he hates farts. He yes. hates and everything like this. Yes. What was your reaction to this? Phenomenal. <laughs> because of the announcer, am because I right? Of the announcers. Yes, it holds the announcer. up. It holds up. It holds up. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Jensen, introduce us to our new hero. Brian Shaw is an American treasure. He is a four-time winner of World's Strongest Man. Wow. You guys, have have you ever watched that competition Mm -mm. on ESPN? What do you do? You pull a car with your penis? What do you do? Wow. What? Uh, You're watching a completely different contest. Uh, This basically involves him picking up humongous tires, but it does show him pulling an airplane with a rope. Come on. Like an actual... Bean won this in 78. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I don't don't like to brag. (laughs) Uh, But that's not the most impressive thing Brian does. You see, on the internet, Brian does eating challenges. He's 6'8", 415 pounds. Wow. He's a mountain. He's a monster. His calorie intake is insane every single day. Just to give you a small glimpse into it, he eats six pounds of meat every 24 hours. Oh, my God. That doesn't seem possible. He does. So does Allie. Let it sit. Let the whole ring sit. In the past, he's posted videos of his cheat days and racked up tons of views with those. But this past week, he did the unthinkable. He ordered every single item on the Taco Bell menu in one visit. That's my hero right there. How how many items is that? Well, a hundred. Okay. Like maybe a hundred to 150 of them. But guess what the bill was? Oh, gosh. How Uh, much would it cost? I mean, Taco Bell items are fairly inexpensive. Yes. The entire Uh, menu. And some things he got more than one of. Why? Because he's. Why would you get more than one? <laughs> I'm going to say um, seventy-five dollars to okay. buy one of everything. Oh, I'd say what? probably one hundred and seventy. Okay, I would say two. But Kevin hasn't done it. Uh, it's one hundred twenty dollars and three cents. Yeah. Oh wow! Took five bags to take home. So let's get into some clips. Here's the kickoff. You can hear the confidence in his voice to start when he makes this distinction. He wants you to know about his order. I'm not sure if there's any meat on this. Or not, it looks like a lot of salad. I'm pretty sure I told them no vegetarian stuff, so I hope I hope there's meat in there somewhere. I mean, so disappointed. Now remember, <laughs> this is a man who has no fear. Right. This is a dude who pulls an airplane with a rope. Like mm-hmm. he hasn't found anything that has challenged him in his entire life. So we watch him start to eat these things, and about ten minutes in, that's where the problem starts to show up. Man, he's got some kind of weird. Oh, that's some kind of weird saucer. Oh, that would definitely not be on my order. Is this Jesse Ventura? Okay. 
Well, I sounds think, like him. I what think does he expect all... at Taco Bell but a sauce? I don't. I to be honest with you, he has never really had Taco Bell before. He had it like once in high school. That's not possible. I know. Oh, he, well, you look at him. Staple of he my... eats steak all day. <laughs> right. uh, and so, like, it's all new to him. So some he was actually mad because a lot of the stuff doesn't have the name on them. So he would just eat it and be like, I don't know. It didn't say anything on the wrapper. So he would get kind of nauseous. And at this point, because he's miked and the lav is like right near his chest, too you, close. You can start to hear his stomach bubbling. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, it's gross. Because oh, now no. it starts to punish him. All right, that. I don't know what that one was, but has had some type of sauce that right now my tongue is on fire, and I feel like I've now started to sweat. That was very spicy. Mm. Was it? This was is, it really spicy? Is there anything at Taco Bell that's that spicy? I don't know. I think when you start, because now he's like an hour in, or like an, it's all catching. It's up. all starting yeah. to catch up. I think so. He's getting because he, he used mostly mild sauce. Yeah, you know, you yeah. can order mild, and it's not bad at all. Well, earlier he said he picked mild because he knew it would be safer on his uh. butthole. <laughs> Uh, okay, here, here's when it starts to get very bad. My stomach hurts so bad, but also I can feel myself sweating because I'm like almost like my body just is like, I want to get this out. I want to get this out. And I'm, I'm sweating because I'm almost trying not to throw up. This Has guy, he ever sweat before? He's I, like, I can feel myself sweating. That's new? No, I mean, I think this man doesn't sweat. I think this oh. is a dude whose muscles have muscles. Do you know okay. that thing on your neck where it's like... like? Oh, he's not fat. I thought he was fat-ish. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. strong. He's very, just a mountain of a man. Right. He's a yeah. mountain. He gets to desserts and figures out how many calories this entire meal is. And he loves it? What do you guys think? How many calories? <sighs> oh, I can't. I mean... I, I, the I'm reason say Taco 60. Bell is so good say is twenty five thousand. A lot of calories in each meal. Yeah. How many did you say, Kevin? Twenty five thousand. Oh, I think more. They're possible. But I'm just can guessing. it be more? Can you live through that? I'll say twenty. I'd say fifty. Both showcases for being it's twenty thousand. Wow. Wow. That wow. Was a very good guess. Uh and, and it shows. There's definitely uh definitely a, a new level of, of discomfort. I I you know just kind of explain like the the stomach, what my stomach feels like right now. I, I think I think we're gonna call it there. I think that's <gasps> what. That's probably about as much as much as much as I can take oh. right okay, now. So. All right. Okay. Did he finish? Did he get them all? all he right. he didn't get everything, and it's the first time in any of the challenges he hasn't finished it. He, wow. He made himself completely sick, and you might be wondering, does he recommend this? I don't highly recommend this. No, okay. Let's put, let's put okay. it that way. I feel like I just need to go lay on the floor or something for a while, and, and I won't. I will not be going back to Taco Bell. Oh, good to know. Good <laughs> to know. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Shaw, an American treasure. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Omar, what's up? You have a question for us? I do. I do. Uh, I need some advice. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I did the right thing, guys, because last Thursday on the drive home right here on Washington and Hauser, I got rear-ended. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Not in that way, Bean. Go on. Um, so I get out, and the impact was enough to rattle my car, mm-hmm. and there was a loud bang. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I get out of my car, and uh, I... I'm surveying the damage, and then the driver of the other car comes out. And you soccer punched him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. And I'm kind of 
like kind of a little late picking up my daughter. So I'm thinking the first thing I think, I was like, God, this is the last thing I need, right? Right, right. now. So I'm surveying the damage. The guy comes out. And um, there, I had a an accident uh, three, four years ago where there was already bumper damage done. Okay. Okay. So you're driving it that way. Exactly. Okay. I'm driving it that way. So I'm surveying the damage, and there's definitely damage that is hard to see, but there is an indentation of the license plate okay. of the frame that went into my bumper. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like looking at it, and I snap a picture of uh, the dude's license plate and of the damage, and I ask, I tell the guy, I was like, well, you know, um, I, I can't, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do right now. Let's trade information. Information and I'll let you know what I'm gonna do. And the guy is searching for his insurance, doesn't have insurance. Mm. Okay, so he he hands over his license. I snap a picture of his license, and you now put I'm, cuffs on him. No, <laughs> and now I'm I'm like, oh god, man, I don't I don't I, you know I don't know what to do because a lot of people say that. You don't start feeling pain and, um, you know, things can appear days yeah, a later. a couple days later, right. you feel it in your neck and everything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the guy was just like, ah, there's no real damage there. There's nothing. I don't see anything. And plus, there's already damage here. He's all, I'll give you 40 bucks. Uh, <laughs> okay. He does and, not know how cars work. Right. Yeah. And I, I already got the, uh, the uh, I went to the body shop when I had the original damage done. And th- they were quoting me something around like $1,300. Wow. Because it's not something that they could just buff out. They have to, like, replace the bumper. Yeah. No wonder you left it that way. Right, exactly. So I'm thinking the guy was just being a jerk. Mm-hmm. And, and I was still kind of, like, uh, uh, not in my right head. I was just kind of rattled, you know. Yeah, it's that, weird. You, it's weird. You're in shock for a few it, minutes. Exactly. And the guy was trying to talk to me and kind of rush me. I'm like, dude, just chill, chill out a little bit, right? And uh, so I'm looking, I'm looking, and um, I was like, okay, well, I don't know what I'm going to do right now. I'll let you know in a couple of days. Okay, right. A couple of days go by, and uh, the car seems to be fine, except for the little indentation damage. And my body, I had I had nothing going on, so uh, I just decided to, to let it go. Mm-hmm. And okay. I don't know if that's going to come to bite me in the ass later for any kind of reason. Did I do the right thing? How could it... Uh, Bite you in the ass. Did he call the police? Did you call the police? No, because Neither it was a minor you. accident. No, okay, so there's and no he, police he, report. No, and okay. he didn't. He definitely did. He said he didn't. He did not want to get insurance involved because, because he didn't he have insurance. Didn't have yeah. So uh, yeah, he was like trying to like find insurance on his cell on his phone, and I don't know if that's a thing now. He's trying to buy it. Yeah. So, so, oh, no. so, so I'm like, oh. you know, is that a thing now that I don't know about? He's you like, know? hold on a sec. I'm talking to lightning. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's uh, what's your concern though? You did the right thing. Meaning, what 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 are you now second guessing that you should have done instead? I don't know. Should I have reported it or done something further? I mean, I thought I was just kind of like taking the high road, being being the guy. You know, it's. I mean, like I, I did already have the damage. Bumper, but the guy was being a kind of a dick. I, I did have a fleeting thought where, like, hey, I could get my bumper fixed now because this a hole, you know, right? Hit but me. he doesn't have insurance, so now maybe you can't. Yeah. Sure your insurance would pay for it, and they just jack your rates up. There's no way to win in a car accident, by the way. Agreed. There's no way to win. I mean, the only thing here's 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 how you have to look at it: is yeah. car accidents suck, but if you're lucky enough to walk away from it without injury, just put it in the plus column. Yeah, and the fact that you let it go, I think, is a positive thing. So, so I don't so, think that's stupid. I 
I mean, okay. it might be. It may end up being because your car won't drive right or something. That's my concern, too. It's just like, what if down the road, some, you know, I mean, not that it, the impact was, I mean, who am I to judge? Because everything went so by so fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if the alignment or the frame, they say, like, once the frame is damaged, your car is all your out of whack. Total. Right. Yeah. You know, so I, yeah. I have no idea. But that guy was not, that guy didn't have insurance and that wouldn't have helped you with your bumper. And yeah. Bean's right. Then your insurance would have covered it and re- jacked up your rates. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else you could have done. I mean, when you when you get involved in an accident with somebody who doesn't have insurance, it's a crapshoot, and it's just it's a, it's on you. You know, okay. it's your problem. Damn. Yeah, right. I think you you were being kind. I think. Okay. Not so. pushing the fact that he didn't have insurance, even cool. though he was being a dick to you, which he was is being odd. A dick. And the, the the weird thing also, it was it was kind of an out of out of body experience because if anybody was being that level of a dick to me, and I, if I was in my red he, right headspace, you would I would I would have right? punched them in the face, right? No, no, but <laughs> they're a coffin magnet to but, you. But I would have been like a you know I I would not take that, but I was just so rattled, and it was it was just a really weird experience for me. But I think you're you're Homer now, and you don't you don't act out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm a different person. You're able to control yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're face. calm, cool, and collected now. Um, that you're Hot Omar. Oh, thanks, man. John from Simi that. Valley says he works at a body shop and you should get it checked out today. Really? Yeah. Get just, just get it checked case. out before okay. you a little bit too much time yeah. passes or whatever, and I can't go. Yeah. Just, just make sure there's no major damage. But I think that's the right kind thing to do. Okay. All right. Cool. I don't say that to you often. I know that's weird for to hear from you guys, especially. It's usually Omar's a dick. Omar's wrong. Get the hell out of here, well, beat it, kid. Most of the time, you are. Damn it. Yeah. All right, do get it checked out. All How right. about a pair of sold-out three-day passes to Weekend One of Coachella? It's coming up the weekend after next. We've got exclusive access to the K-Rock Coachella house with, by the way, some fantastic artists stopping by, including Dylan Francis, including uh, Billie Eilish, including the 1975, and so many more. Plus, we'll throw in a set of TCL Bluetooth headphones as well. TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. All of that for you. You have to play a game. You have to earn these tickets, but you can right now at one 800 520-1067. That's next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Kevin, you're going to weekend number one at Coachella like uh, you do? Of course. Can't sold wait. out. As you know, sold out three-day passes. We're giving them away all week on the Kevin and Bean Show. Twice a day, including coming up at 9 a.m. And right now for the callers on the phone. Plus, you get exclusive access to the K-Rock Coachella house. And a set of PCL Bluetooth headphones. You can tell people in the studio have their weapons ready because it's time to beat Beer Mug. 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 Let's beat them to death. Oh, yeah. To death I, I is the important part. Yes. There. Yeah, I don't want to see anybody getting beaten to death. Uh, Allie, you are leading the angry mob today. The callers are ready to play. How's this one work? I'm going to ask you a question. The answer is a number. Beer Mug will give what he thinks the answer is. You can say Beer Mug is right on or the number is going to be higher or lower. If you get it right, you go into the drawing. All right. Okay. That sounds simple enough. Start uh, with John in Inglewood. Good morning, John. Oh, good morning. So what's best for us, then, is for the caller to be right, go on hold, be in the drawing, and also then Beer Mug gets beaten. He gets beaten with the... Not right now. Wait, wait, wait. Why did you hit me in the goddamn face? Hey, hey, take it easy, man. not in the face. Anything is available. This is my moneymaker. Don't hit me in the face. Wow. All right. We're all Jeez. rooting for John. Here's the first question. Allie McKay, you're up. Yeah. All right, John. Ariana Grande is headlining Sunday night, including Ariana. How many women have headlined Coachella? 63. What? Did you even listen to the 
Question? Doesn't matter. I'm just going to get beaten anyway. <laughs> is it well, you gotta exactly try, 63 try, or is it more or less, John? Um, I mean, this, this is going to sound like sexist, but I think it's less. Less is, is uh, correct. Yeah, it's yes. considerably less. Ariana Grande, Beyonce, okay. Lady Gaga, and Bjork. It's a whopping four. So Yay. beat Beermuck. So beat Beermuck. Nicely done. Ah! Beermuck, you got to try for God's sake. I Come did. on, man. I really thought you, it was 63. 63? Yes. You, you said that before she finished the question. No, she finished it, and then okay. I said Okay. Jermaine in Los Angeles. Hi. Hey, hey. So in 20 years of Coachella, Beermuck fought 63 times in <laughs> by women. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It right wasn't there. good at all. All right, Jermaine. We're going to talk yeah. about where you stay once you're there. Last year, Coachella offered the option to stay in a teepee at nearby Lake El Dorado. The package included two general admission tickets plus lodging for the weekend in a teepee with two cots, two sleeping bags, and two pillows. How much would that run you? Hmm. All right. That sounds fun, by the way, yeah. sleeping in a teepee. Right? Beer mug, how much would that cost you? Forty-nine ninety-nine. <laughs> okay, it includes the tickets to Coachella. You know that, Muggs. It's in the question. One hundred and nine ninety nine. No, we don't give him oh, another on. chance. This is unreal. we don't give him another chance. Maybe we shouldn't hit him in the head just because the brain doesn't need any more beating. His yeah. answer is forty nine dollars. Jermaine, is it high or lower, or is that exactly right? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a, it's, a, it's a bit higher than that. A bit. It's uh, two thousand four hundred and fifty eight dollars. Correct. Nicely done. You hold on. I think I like the attitude here. I don't either. Right. Let's go to Steven and Paul. Okay, Omar. Oh, my bad. God. Hello, Steven. What up, everybody? Nice. Yeah, I'm Steve. in the shower waiting for you. You're right in the now. shower. All right. Wow. What are you wearing? Oh, He's in the shower. <laughs> That's a great question for a guy in the shower. <laughs> All right, hold on. Allie, you have a question. Uh, are you using a washcloth? Okay, sorry. No, that was the question. I am using a loofah. All loofah. right, Steven. Okay, let's get into the loofah sheer game. numbers. For the 2019 festival, VIP admission is 999 bucks. VIP parking, an additional 150 But for those of us, all of us, who are not VIP, how much is a general admission ticket? Beer mug. $599. What say you, Stephen? Is it higher or lower than 599 or is that exactly right? It's lower. It is lower. It's four hundred and twenty-nine. Oh, Nicely well done. done. Yeah. Nice. Nicely All right, done. You're wow. We have three winners already. We are yeah, three for three. And okay. One loser. Well, beer mug has been definitely helping out. That's for sure. <sighs> yeah. Daniela in Whittier. Good morning. Hi. Hi there. Good are you morning. also in the shower? How are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm driving. Okay. We're good. Disappointing. Okay. All right, Daniela. Let's go way back. <laughs> October of nineteen ninety-nine okay. was the. In, in, what? Inaugural mm -hmm. Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival. Beck, Chemical Brothers, Tool, Morrissey, Rage Against the Machine. It was also a two-day event. How much were tickets for each day? For the first Coachella. Interesting. I don't think I would know that. $60. All right. $60. Daniela, higher, lower, or is he right on? I'm going to say higher. Oh, no. It's lower. It's 50 bucks. Sweet. I don't wow. get beat. Nope. Okay. nope. He doesn't get beat. Oh, sorry, sorry that. Daniela. Daniela. That's what you get for not being in the shower, I think. Yep. Right? Yep. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to Luke in Simi Valley. Good morning, Luke. Good morning. Hey, Luke. How many stages are there at Coachella? What? 
That, that's me. Yeah. Oh, how many stages are there? At, sorry. Honestly, honestly I'm still, still Luke's thinking in. about Steven in the shower. Luke was just waiting. Let's see. Coachella stage, outdoor, uh, Gobi Town. Oh, he's really thinking this one. Yeah, out. he is. Yeah. He's trying okay. to picture the whole grounds. He's counting on his fingers. I'm going to go 10. 10. Is it exactly 10, higher or lower, Luke? I'm going to say lower. It is lower. It's seven. Oh, nicely done. Two stages away. <laughs> no, that's no. the actual no. number. Congratulations, Luke. Hold on. I think we have time for one more contestant. Yeah. Why are nobody beating him? Come on now. Uh, <laughs> let's make that one more contestant, Scott from Santa Ana. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. Hey, Scott. Indio is known for their hot days and cool nights. What is the average high temperature in Indio during the month of April? Average high temperature. Average high temperature. Okay. 87 degrees. 87 degrees. Is that exactly right, higher, or lower? Average high temperature. I'm going to say it's a, a little higher. I am shocked oh, to say wow. this. I am shocked to say this. It is exactly 87 degrees. What? what? Yeah. yeah. I do what? the weather reports on K-Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. What are the chances of that? Exactly 87. Wow. What are the chances? All right. John, Jermaine, Stephen, and Luke, they were all able to win the game. So far, anyway. They're in the drawing to win this uh, Coachella package, which includes the K-Rock house. Lots of great guests and the TCL Bluetooth headphones. TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. Only one can win. Mr. Jensen Carp, who's that going to be this time? Congratulations to Steven. Steven. Ah. All right. right. Can't say that. Thanks for calling. Thanks for playing the game. That was Pete Beer Mug. We found something he's actually good for. But now we can't fire him because we really want to beat him again. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Allie is here now. Time for another look at what's happening here on a Wednesday. Guys, Avengers Endgame broke the internet yesterday, broke ticket sites, broke <laughs> records. Things were breaking all around this movie. We're getting it to the point now where people like have to set their alarms and get up and get in a queue and wait online for like an hour to buy tickets to a movie. Yeah, yeah. and that- the whole point of being able to buy your seat, mm-hmm. that which is like a thing that kind of was created here at the ArcLight, right. you right. buy your seat in advance, was so that we don't have to line up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, true. It's insane what happened yesterday. Avengers Endgame is now the most anticipated movie ever. That's a According to Fandango, tickets went on sale yesterday morning at 5 a.m. Marvel fans quickly <laughs> pushed the movie past its MCU predecessor, Avengers Infinity War, and three other Star Wars films. So let me ask you a dumb question about this. And mm-hmm. Kevin, you go to every Avengers movie opening yes, weekend. If you don't buy tickets in advance, are you unable to go just walk up to a theater and buy a ticket to see it? Oh, I- yeah, it's sold out. I've never had that problem, but ones that have this kind of hype on it, I just buy tickets early. Yeah. You just buy them early. I I just don't want to hassle with it. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Although the records include the film's uh, first 24 hours of pre-sales, it only took them six hours to take that top spot. Unbelievable. So that's the number one fastest selling, followed by Star Wars The Force Awakens at number two. And Sino Man was three? Uh, no, Star Wars The Last Jedi. And then uh, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. And then Avengers Infinity War. Womp womp. Is anyone concerned that the new Avengers Endgame movie is over three hours long? Yeah. Nope. That's too long, it's Kevin. Too long. Agreed. In that's general. two movies. In general, yeah. that's true. But I can't wait. <laughs> the only thing I would be concerned about, I mean, if you are a Marvel fan and you are into this, you will go at four hours and right. be super stoked. Agreed. My concern is my bladder mm-hmm. because I want to have a nice soda pop at yeah. the movie. Sure. I'm going to have to tinkle halfway oh, through. I, and I was going to recommend a diaper. Oh, okay. Sweet. <gasps> pee in your seat. It's a great Honestly, idea. Honestly, how are there not Marvel diapers? That is this a good is idea. Brutal. That's a pretty good idea. Oh, like Thanos in the front. <laughs> and like all the Avengers in the back. I like it. Uh, see that movie. Okay. okay. It is really something. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. April 20th. Sceneries oh, and oh, okay. sets okay. and the okay. camera right. angles and everything is mm-hmm. just amazing. Right. You can get that on Hulu or... No. No, no. it's just in the theater. DVD or something. No, I don't think so. Really. Yeah. Just in the theater. You find it. Okay. Not, not yet. Uh, April 26th. By the way, is when that movie comes out. We got right. we got a little time. Kevin, you have tickets? No, but I will. Okay. You just go for like Saturday night, Sunday. You're good. Saturday night isn't yeah. that like the busiest? No, but I'm saying everybody wants to see it immediately, oh. like Thursday night, and then all day Friday's mm-hmm. taken. So you just go for Saturday. I don't know if you uh, know this, Jensen. Mm-hmm. He's he modeled for ArcLight. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I he's, know. He's got yeah. in. I know. He's got those. Come don't on, Don't worry hands. about yeah. him getting a ticket. Right. Come on. He's now. their poster child. Yeah. How dare you? Their poster boy, poster guy. Do the do the move. That's how Kevin got started. Is I they had a whole bunch of pictures. Yes, mm-hmm. and I said whatever you you can use any one that you mm-hmm. want. Just don't use that one. And then that one ended up on the <laughs> as the poster. And then everybody started making fun of me. And they came back and they said we're sorry. We'll change it. I was like, no, you got to leave Too it now. Yeah, <laughs> you got to leave it up. So God it was up spoken. for like a month. Yes, and Kevin Ingram, still love the art club. By the way, hasn't gone away. It no, needs it to, but it has not. Which is amazing. Yeah. Anytime anyone does anything close to a thumbs up and a far off glance. Yeah, <laughs> I think President Trump most recently actually did some Kevining, right? He did. Yeah. yeah. 
People still want to do it, and they take pictures with me. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> well, how long did this happen? Ten years ago? It's part of the cult, dude. It's yeah. part of the appeal that you Radio have, just, Durf, like, man. just like with your Radion Durf and your Zero Club. Yeah. Absolutely. Kevin eats boops outside the window. Kevin eats boops right. behind the tree. Great. I used to be the pervert looking right at me. Oh, oh come on. Let the man sing. All right. Great. Guys. Good Kevin, times. you're such a disease. Thank you. Oh, I mean, that's harsh. You want me to pee on you? I don't sure. think that's... Ne- what? I mean, what? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Taking some real turns. We're just, we're having fun here, you guys. What's going on? <laughs> I can't tell you. That's a great question. <laughs> some birthdays for you. Alec Baldwin, Adam Scott, Sebastian Bach, Eddie Murphy, Jenny Garth, Amanda Bynes, Kobe Smulders, and Ben Mendelsohn. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. Changing subjects. This is something that has been in the news a lot lately. And Jensen, I'll give you a chance to weigh in with your personal experience on this in a minute as well. I guess I sort of understand the frustration that particularly an older person might have if they're out in the world and the world has been one way their whole life and then it's a different way. It's tough sometimes for some old people to adapt and to change. And in particular, the subject I'm talking about is older people showing up in viral videos right now, throwing a fit because somebody around them is speaking Spanish. Now, if two people are speaking Spanish in a store or at a restaurant and you're not involved in the conversation, how can that possibly bother you? I can't imagine. The Any olds, answers man. for that? The no, olds. the olds are unpredictable. It's just, it, that's it, right? It's just the olds. I mean, but even them, it, even for them, they're not involved in any way. If they're not involved in it, I don't understand why it could possibly bother them. Well, Look, I, I if, think, you, if you and your wife, Jensen, go to, I mean, you and your wife go on you. vacation to Spain one day mm-hmm. and you're speaking English to each other because that's your first language. How should a, should a Spanish person be furious at you because you two are speaking English? Listen, dude, they all they don't want to feel insignificant, and I think that's the overall thing. Is like when you're getting older, your mortality is up, and you're thinking you're going to be replaced, basically, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how they feel about that, or gay marriage, or anything that they think kind of treads on their quote unquote legacy. Yeah, and that could be right. They just feel like they're extinct. This is a, a San Jose woman who went into a Shell gas station this week and. Two women in the store, one who who worked there, greeted a regular customer in Spanish because she speaks Spanish. Mm -hmm. Both of them speak Spanish. And the woman responded in Spanish. Again, it doesn't have anything to do with this other woman who's in the shop at the time, okay? She freaks out and says, excuse me, uh, she says, Trump needs to hurry up and build the wall, she says, to these people who are speaking Spanish. At that point, the woman behind the counter, one of the Spanish speakers, pulled out her phone and started recording it. Here's a little bit of that tape. And it starts with F.U., by the way. It starts with this woman with her middle finger in the air and saying F.U. to the employee in the in the Shell station who was speaking Spanish. You know what? Yeah. Thank you. Are you happy about that? Yes, I am. Woo! Congratulations. You know what? I'm planning on quitting anyways. What? <laughs> And it doesn't make no difference to you because you have a senora. I don't know what that means, by the way. You have a senora? Do you know what she's talking about? A uh, seniority, and she's saying it wrong. Oh, okay. Oh, it doesn't make sense. Because you have a senora, you have your money, you can do whatever the you want, right? Because you're not a United States citizen of the United States. I was born here. Well, show me. 
I don't have to bring my yeah, certificate. Well, so no, I, no, I don't. Well, no, I don't either. Okay, so this woman is now demanding that the Spanish-speaking employee at the Shell station have papers on her and prove that she's a citizen. She drunk? She sounds wasted. She does. Yeah. yeah. She's not. She just old. I was born here. Oh, well, I was you born and raised here because I was Come born on, here. Prove it to me. You know what? Prove it to me, mother. You know I can prove it to you. I, am I have my. You're an elderly lady. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm young. Okay, this is all because the lady was speaking Spanish, by the way. And every time I encounter somebody who can speak more than one language, I am nothing but jealous. Yeah, I want to applaud them. Agreed. Seriously, I'm like, look, I'm the dumbass who only speaks one language here. I shouldn't be yelling at you because you can speak more than one. All right, real quick, let me get into the taco tirade, and then I want to hear from you, Jensen. Mm -hmm. And then we want to hear from our listeners on this topic. If you have encountered this before where somebody has freaked out because somebody was speaking Spanish, particularly if you were involved on either side of that, 1-800-520-1067. Please give us a call. This story comes out of Anaheim. This is a guy, there was a little bit of confusion. I understand where this happened. He went to the Palapos Tacos on Lincoln, and apparently they have a sign outside the restaurant that talks about the Viernes Special. And in it's only in Spanish on the outside of the restaurant. On the inside of the restaurant, it says Viernes Special. It also says Friday Special. Okay, so for people who don't know, they get both. He was furious when he saw that sign, okay, because he mm. wanted to get the special and it wasn't Friday. So he starts screaming at the employees. And again, this is another, this is in America. Mexican. We're not in Mexico. We're in America. And by the way, the language isn't called Mexican. That's <laughs> not a, any of the three Mexico countries. None of them speak Mexican. A tirade over a taco. This man in Anaheim even yells at customers who try to come to the cashier's defense. I'm an American. I don't think you'll get a the owner of Palapas Tacos on Lincoln says the man could not understand the fish specials board because of this one word, viernes, which is Friday in Spanish. My cashier, she was really shaking when he left. She was like scared. Since he got in, he was like in a bad mood. He was like acting aggressive. He was like, like not, in a, not having a good day. The sign outside says Especial de Viernes. Inside the restaurant, though, it clearly says Friday in English. But even when the cashier pointed that out, witnesses say the man didn't let up. That's when the owner, Juan Del Rio, grabbed his cell phone. What are you going to call? Immigration. For what? For you. Why? Because you're not legal. This is over a taco. I mean, this is, again, the, you're automatically not legal or not a real American if mm-hmm. you speak Spanish. There is one funny guy at the beginning who yells, then go buy a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take your calls on this if you've encountered this in the wild at 1-800-520-1067. But I mean, that's what it is. It's this sense of otherness, yeah. right? Like you were talking about. Is this person can't be a real American and this person can't be a citizen because they're not speaking English. Yeah. You saw it yourself, Jensen. I think I did. I'm st- I'm about 90% sure I did. So I pulled up at a gas station uh, on one side of the island, obviously. And then on my same side is a white, uh, kind of like an older Ford Escort kind of looking car. And I sense that she's sort of rambling. And my I immediately thought like, oh, you don't hear that kind of like homeless ramble from someone outside of a car much. Yeah, true. And she was talking about like too many people here and uh, stealing cars. And I just am too... I'm just get this gas thing and tune out. Because <laughs> you don't think someone in a... Like, that's just not in my instinct to think that she's talking to anyone. Right. So I, I put the gas in the car and I look over and on the other side of the island now, a woman has gotten into her car and is is driving off. 
And she turns to her and she says, well, I guess I'll see you in hell then just because I'm Mexican and oh, kept driving. No. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. She was talking to her the whole time. And then when I turned around to say something to this crazy woman, she was getting into her car, drove off, almost wow. crashed into another car and was yelling at this almost accident. And then she took off. So, so I, she was just smack talking a lady at another at another uh, pump. Yes. Yes, and it may have been about an earlier, you know, an earlier thing before they pulled in or arguing over getting into the same spot because it's a busy, busy sure. gas station. Mm-hmm. But all I saw was the end of the argument. And now I wish I would have said something. and It's been bothering me since. Well, I don't know why it's so upsetting to so many people. It's the height of stupidity to me. It's the I dumbest. Think it really is just stupid. I mean, look, the country's changing. You you go with it or you don't, you know? Yeah. Agreed. So let's grab a call here uh, to get uh, started at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Let's make it uh, Tammy, line one. She's in Glendora. Apparently, she has encountered this as well. Tammy, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. Hi. Yes. Um, I'm not on either side. I, th- uh, my story is: I'm just saying. I work for a funeral home. I was with a family, and um, this gentleman came. He's Italian. He came to uh, see me, but since I was with the family. Two other people tried to help him, and they were speaking Spanish before they started helping him. Mm-hmm. He was already getting frustrated because no one was helping him. So he immediately said to them, do not speak Spanish. We're in America. And, okay, I don't agree with that part, but the, the reason why uh, I feel that he was upset is because nobody was helping him. And uh, it brought that out in him, but it doesn't mean that he's racist. I, I mean, in, in, in that particular instance, when he's at a funeral home, I think you can see why he does it. But I feel like it's still a horrible thing to if, say. If that's your go to instead of just like, why do you have me waiting here forever? I mean, my yeah. my instinct to be mad about that would be like, listen, I'm in a very bad place. Someone in my life died. Please don't make me wait any longer. If so, I'll come back later. Like there's my instinct isn't to bring up race right. or language. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah I don't... but I, I also agree that they shouldn't be, uh, you know, if they, if somebody's, they just passed away, why are they speaking a different language? And he's, I mean, I, it is kind of disrespectful, but it's like going into a, a place. Uh, if I, I'm putting myself in his position. My, my wife just passed away or my husband just passed away. I'm going into a funeral home. Nobody's helping me. And then they're speaking a different language. I can't even understand what they're saying because I don't know if they're saying, are they going to help me? Are they just yeah. having a good time and I'm still waiting here? Yeah, but they're I not, mean, they're I not hear talking you. to you, though. This I mean, seems like an exception. Yeah, Just because I mean, it's such a unique case and they're at a funeral home and he just lost somebody. I mean, this is all... Yeah, your your nerves are jangled at that point. But we appreciate you listening, Tammy, and thank you so much for the call. 1-800-520-1067. Have you seen this? Has this happened to you? Have you been the person upset by the Spanish-speaking? Why don't we hear all sides when we return on K-Rock? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Queen V writes in at Kevin Bean on our Twitter account. I was at the beach in San Diego with family recently. An aunt said something to the uncle in Spanish, and some lady yelled out from behind us, Speak English! We looked around to see who said it, but they didn't show their face. We felt threatened, and it ruined our day. Talking about people who encounter the Spanish language out on the street, in the wild, at stores, or whatever, and it really upsets them. I don't get it, but there are a lot of people out there who are experiencing this. And I think we're going to start with line four. This is going to be, uh, is it Diamond in La Puente? Diamond? Yes. Okay. Hi, Hi, Diamond. Hi. Welcome to the show. What's going on? So a couple months ago, maybe even last year, me and my family went to Old Town San Diego. And my family was talking Spanish. And this group of people, and of course, some of them were old, walked by, overheard them. 
So I could overhear their conversation, and they said, I don't know why these Mexicans even come here. They're only hurting themselves. They are basically modern-day slaves. <laughs> what the hell? Why? Look, to play devil's advocate on the, on the what the people were thinking, I don't know. Why wouldn't you be speaking Spanish with your family if that's your first language? In San Diego. In, yeah. Do they see the I, irony there at all? I mean, or? yeah. Why wouldn't you be speaking Spanish with each other? And the thing is, is that one of them saw that I heard because my look was, I was appalled. And I just looked at them like, how can you say that? They saw me and they kind of nudged the other one and said, dude, a Mexican just heard you. And the one that said it said, oh, oops. Wow. <laughs> um, did they did they go as far as some of the tape we, we played where they uh, insisted that you produce your papers on demand to prove that you were legally in the country? To them, by the way. Yeah, to them. Right, right. not to the government. Did, did you have your papers on you, Diamond? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? They, they basically laughed it off when they realized we heard. Wow. I'm sorry that happened to you. Thank you for the call. 1-800-520-1067. Let's go to Marilyn, line two, up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Marilyn, are you, are, are they telling me you're calling from New York? No, I'm not calling from New York. I'm calling from Glendale, but oh, I am from it, New York. Okay, the accent. Okay, gotcha. And, gotcha. And in a lot of places of employment, I could go on with so many stories, but I won't because I'm old. Like I'm 69. But in a lot nice. of places of employment... People have to speak English in stores, too, because it's sort of the Seinfeld effect that maybe they're cheating you. Maybe they're saying something. I worked for the Board of Education, and there were a lot of people that were saying anti-Semitic things, and they had to speak English. And that was a reason. You know, it's sort of reverse discrimination. I guess, but they could also do that in a back room if they speak English. It's not, I don't think that that solves the idea that they're going to plan on scamming you out of something and i also think it's kind of, i also think it's a, a, an awfully awfully rude stereotype to assume hey since they're speaking spanish and i don't speak spanish they're probably talking bad about me or trying to rip me off i mean that seems like the least likely thing an employee no, 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 at a no, store no. is going to be doing no it's not an assumption it has happened yeah well, everything, feeling, has, everything I, has happened i have a feeling they were talking bad about Marilyn. <laughs> oh, agreed no. yeah. yeah i think i agree yeah Marilyn, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Allie, she's 69. She deserves to be talked about. She deserves to be talked about. Soul sister. Whatever. Beat it, Marilyn. Let's go to Trisha. I do like her argument of it's happened before. Let's go to Trisha, line seven, Hollywood up next. Hey, Trisha. Hey, how are you guys? Uh, We are good. Good morning. Good morning. Almost off. Please. Okay, well, I am the one who's actually the one who said the thing about the standing. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Good. We wanted to hear from you. Oh, you. Yes, I am the one. I was in an elevator, and these two people got in, and they were speaking Spanish, continuing their conversation, and they were laughing, and I'm, I'm a happy person, and I'm a fun person, so I said to them, hey, you guys have to speak English. How can I eavesdrop on your conversation? They just started laughing. Okay? Yeah, that's because that's you're lovely, Tricia. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a funny way to say it. Yeah, you're not saying, you're not doing it because you think they have to speak your language. You're doing it because you made a joke. Yeah, and the funny thing was, so so I said, I said they said, well, you guys got to learn Spanish so that you can ease up on the conversation. And I said, well, the only <laughs> thing true. I know is donde está la biblioteca. And that basically uh, was the library. That's the only thing I have to see. <laughs> I know, book, I know, book, I know book, por favor. 
Hey, there you go. See? So the guy, one of the guys asked me, he goes, because we're the same company in the entire building. He says, come on up to the first floor, the fourth floor, and I will teach you Spanish. I said, you got a deal. Okay. Wait, Kevin, are you aware that you said mouth, please? I have no idea what I just said. (laughs) Mouth, please. (laughs) Sindiente. What? What? Do you mean siete? I don't know. Siéntense, por favor. You have no idea what you're saying, but you're telling random people mouth, please. Oh, my God. Where'd this just go? Uh, Now I feel like Marilyn. I don't think you should be speaking Spanish at all. Give me some uh, light aid. Give me Carol in Long Beach up next to the Kevin Beach here. She's got a twist on this story. Hey, Carol. Hey, Carol. Boca, por favor. (laughs) Hi, guys. Hi there. Um, Hey. I, my my thing is kind of like on the opposite end. I've had people actually approach me, <clears throat> excuse me, and they have been upset with me for not speaking Spanish. And then it, and then after that, yes, I do get pissed off at them because you know obviously I don't speak Spanish, and I tell them well they need to speak English. But it's happened on more than one occasion where people have come up to me and speak Spanish, and I have no idea what they're saying, and. They get upset with me. Like, okay. why, why are you upset with me? Where and how would something like this happen? Like, what are you doing when somebody assumes you should speak Spanish? You know, they just approach me in the most random places. I'll be at a store. I've had people, you know, I don't know if they think I work there or if they're asking me for directions. I have no idea. And it's so funny because my husband, who I'm, I'm what they call, I guess, a whitewash Mexican. I'm very light skinned with freckles. And he's a dark Hispanic gentleman. And they never do that to him. And he laughs. He's like, why does this always happen to you? She's saying, I, she's I saying, I, I get it more. Now she's saying people think she's betraying her own nationality by not knowing Spanish. Is that what you're saying, Carol? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, I don't know how old you are, Carol. Um, and I wouldn't. I'm 38. Okay, I'm 38, so. When, I know that when my wife grew up, and my wife was a Mexican-American, when she grew up, it was very unfashionable, as hard as this is to imagine now, to learn Spanish. It was complete and total... Um, what's immersion? It, what's, uh, immersion, yes. Thank you, Kevin. Complete and total immersion in English. And you weren't... They didn't teach any of the kids Spanish. And she was one of the only people. A few years later, everybody was bilingual, and she kind of felt left out and dumb that she never had learned Spanish. And I don't know if that was the case with you or not, that there was some reason why you didn't speak Spanish. But I guess we get where they're coming from. I definitely don't feel that way because that's just the language that I was brought up in. Some of my family does speak Spanish, and my husband's family does speak Spanish as well. But my issue is don't get upset with me because I can't answer your question. I, I don't live there. This is why I don't speak the language. I've also had... Another issue where I've actually gone into a grocery store and asked an employee a question, and they did not speak a lick of English. Now, I understand you can't discriminate and not hire somebody because they don't speak English, but come on, you can't even answer a simple question as to, like, where is the bread? I think that's legit. I think that's a legitimate reason to get frustrated, by maybe, the way. Maybe, but maybe, maybe their job is just stocking the aisles. I don't, I mean, then I, I don't. mean, it's possible to communicate, too, without speaking the language. You can get your point across, and they can understand what you're saying. Like, I, I mean, love the Target next to my house because they hire a lot of deaf people. And so I have run into it three or four times at the store. And I have, uh, it's a little longer. It takes me a little longer to deal with what I'm looking for. But I love it. I'm always thrilled. Because to, they do that. Yeah, I'm thrilled they hired people that, that other places might not hire. But I want to see a video of you trying to use hand signals to point out, hey, I want an Avengers DVD. And please don't open it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Before uh, Allie's last look at what's happening, another quick reminder, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, there are still some available for the Kevin and Bean April Foolishness, our 11th annual comedy event. We're still at the Microsoft Theater. It's going to be Friday night, April the 26th. Adam Ray is on the bill this year. Eddie F., Jamie Lee, Ray Romano, Greg Fitzsimmons, uh, Philippe Esparza. By the way, you pay pay 30 bucks for any one of those. I know. It's insane. It's a great uh, deal for a great uh, a great cause to the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund and Cedar Sinai NICU. I'm getting a little concerned, Jensen. We've not yet begun to start on the Kevin and Bean rap battle because I feel like, unlike the ones on your Drop the Mic TV show, we're going to need a lot of lead time to get battle ready. Oh, yeah. You guys are way less hip-hop than Helen Mirren. <laughs> Listen, we've done it with people you know, much uh, that aren't even in the music industry But I'm like with you guys Bean. Are. We should have started probably two months ago. Yeah. At yeah. Least. You'll be how fine. Long, how long will it take us to get ready for the stage to really... Like drop some bars. I think you got. Jeez, <laughs> drop bars. That's not right. Natural. Uh, I think an hour or two with us just alone with Joshua could do. You know, each of us. Oh, we'll, we'll really? Get you, yeah, we'll get you there. Promise. Okay. Yeah. That alone. Can we videotape be... it? Of us? And then just play it. Yes. I'll, I'm going to send at you guys audio. No, that. Oh no, we have to do it live now. at Foolish. But I am yeah. sending you guys audio of the rap so you can listen to it days before. You'll be good. Okay. Yeah. Can we read it, or do we have to memorize? It? No, no, you can read it. Oh, thank God. That sounds easy. I okay. think that actually doesn't help Kevin, so. <laughs> okay, he's reading stuff. Right. right. Kevin, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm going to just tell you that this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Not only is it my last ever Kevin to be an April Foolishness, because screw you guys, but I, I, I'm never going to rap again. This is it. So <laughs> yeah. this is, I mean, Kevin will go on to a long and successful sure. career. He'll, this will be his breakout performance. Thank He'll you. be discovered at thank the you. event. Thank you. But this is it. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for the, uh, for the battle rap. So buy your tickets right now. They're on sale at axs.com All right, Allie, sorry to use up all that time, but uh, what's going on with you? Uh, What if you guys totally prepare for this, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's given you all the lyrics, you know the cadence, you've got it down. Right. And then right as you get on stage, Jensen's like, we're switching it up, it's a cypher, go. (laughs) Right? Just freestyle (laughs) battle rap. <laughs> or one of you vomits mom's spaghetti just right yeah, there on the stage. The well, I, I do know that I lose. Life. I know that. I've never seen Allie more happy than that thought. <laughs> oh my God, it, I just pictured it. And all the color drains from Kevin's could face. Could I just suggest Bean that just it, runs off the stage. Could I just suggest that it's bad enough for <laughs> us? Like we're already terrified? You're right. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Now, what if they say to you, what if Jensen comes to you and he says, right as we go out on stage, Kevin, he says, hey, um, this is weird, but Eminem's in the audience. <laughs> what if that happens? Kevin's like, my son's here? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you both? Now you're intimidated. You're in the front of the greatest rapper of all time. You're getting ready to go out and do No, it. you just said Please. Eminem. 
Okay. If you could just slow your roll on that, that would be great. Good Some God. people say. Some people say. Well, those people are incorrect. Just saying. I'm sorry. What were we talking about? I don't remember. What if right before you go on, Jensen goes, thinking about it, I don't love this verse. I switch it up and hands you new paper. <gasps> Wait, why do you? I, you, you why think are you trying ter- to sabotage? You think terrifying them is good. Be- Good. They're already going to be shaking. Correct. We're already terrified. Yeah. You can't do anything oh. that would terrify us more. Remember in Shallow when he peed his pants up on yeah. stage? Yeah, that. that might happen. That might also happen. You're only going to pay $30 to see that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're going to see guys. one of your radio heroes pee themselves. Yes. I pooped my pants. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's it's the reason to go to the show. And then you add in, oh, I get to see Ray Romano and Felipe Esparza. And all. It's it's ridiculous that you get to pay 30 bucks for this. Despite that sound. That's what I'm saying. Even Stanley likes that. <laughs> Stanley. So one of my favorite things to do off the air is to bring up James Lipton. Ugh. Because that happens from Kevin's mouth. And oh, then... Being just love a, him. oh, I love him. I'm gonna miss him ever so. Uh, well, he retired. He so did a great job for decades. What a terrible human being. He loves acting. God, Kevin. He I loves talking him. to actors. No, he doesn't. He likes he hearing does. himself talk. He, he doesn't talk to, to anyone but himself. <laughs> That's me. True. I'm talking. He it's asks yes. insightful questions. What, what's about your the favorite craft? curse word? That's an insightful <laughs> question. Every time I bring up him, oh, oh Kevin Strong, step in the you wall. You go to hell. Kevin threw a pencil, I think. It's all I had. Why did, he, why, did he die? No. Oh, oh. He um, is old, though. He's like 93. He's, he's going to die yes. soon. Well, so obviously he retired. He's stepping down. Um, no one could possibly right. replace him. But Ovation, the show has moved to Ovation from what, Bravo? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, Ovation has tapped a rotating roster of hosts for its new revamp of Inside the Actor's Studio. And the first names were announced yesterday. You guys have any guesses as to who could ask? Can I guess? What's your favorite curse word? Can I guess? Yes. Robert. Robert, great guess. Mm. Be I real. Will. Be real? Be real. Mm-mm. No, he'd be great, though. Hmm. I I do have a guess, actually. Okay. I think they should give it to, this is serious now, okay. I think they should give it to the rotating hosts on AMC. You know, your, uh, your uh, Ben Mankiewicz and those guys who introduce all the movies on the... Or the T- TCM, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, on I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. On, the, on the Turner Classic Movies. All of those Who's people seen are them? phenomenal movie buffs, and they're the ones mm-hmm. who introduce all the movies and give you all the history behind all those movies. They but are they condescending them. dicks? No. no. Well, then they can't and, fill and in nor his was shoes. James Lipton, by the oh, way. Oh, please. I, I am agreeing with Kevin because they found a condescending dick. Did they? Oh. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin <laughs> will be one of the Makes two confirmed sense. hosts. Makes total Makes sense. Total sense. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Honestly, I started the show today with my hatred for Alec Baldwin, which, by the way, happy birthday, sir. Um, and ending it today. But um, also Jane Lynch was announced as well. Oh. So oh, well, she's good. two of the confirmed new hosts, they're going to be announcing others at a later time. Alec Baldwin will be good, too, by the way. You guys don't listen to his podcast, but he... No, he because is he's inter- a horrible human and he does awful things. Why would I listen to him? That doesn't mean he's not a talented entertainer. Doesn't mean he's not a good actor, and it doesn't mean he's not a good interviewer. You don't have to like him personally to appreciate his work. But his daughter is a little pig. That's I've heard that. Too. I feel like you sort of do, though, Bean. I think you, yeah. if you hate yeah. somebody, 
I don't know. It's just hard to watch them, even if they're good interviews. Yes. It's hard to watch Thank them. you, Kevin. Because they're horrible people. Yes, Kevin. James Lipton. Holy crap. Not now, Kevin. <laughs> Back to James Lipton. <laughs> I do enjoy bringing it up because uh. your reactions are so different. That's probably the most polarizing of all people I could name between you two. Right? Um, uh, Josh prob- Gad, maybe. Probably. Yeah, yeah but makes, that's just that makes no sense, unnatural though. and ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Insane, you guys. Says the man who threw a pencil over James Lipton. <laughs> it really did. It, and he did a wind up too. It was, it was like a, a full good, pitch. It was a pretty good pitch. Yeah, what sound or noise do you love? Yeah, stupid. <laughs> what an idiot. Do you have a, a sound or noise that you love though? Because no. I, I do. What? <laughs> nope. That is, that is not it. This is mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, understandable. Yeah. No, I, I really... This is mine. Late night for daddy. <laughs> oh, jeez. Here's, uh, here's, here's mine. Okay. No. All right. I have another one. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> um, favorite, okay. All right. I got it. Favorite sound or noise that I love. <laughs> That's uh. Allie being a turkey. <laughs> This is mine. Mm. <laughs> what is that? It's Bing. This is mine. Oh. <laughs> this is mine. Oh. All right, I have one. Ooh. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> All right, I have one. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. I have one. Mm. Mm. Oh, he's, he's draining. Do you mind if I add one? Sure. sure. <laughs> or, or, oh, or why perhaps, are these all my noises? Or perhaps, <laughs> or have you thought of? <laughs> That's good too. Why do we bring this up? I don't. Ha- I, I don't remember. I hate to pile on, but I do have another one. All right, look it up for my dudes. <laughs> yeah, that is relaxing. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Being out of curiosity, that file of just my noises. <laughs> yeah. What? You mean what? Oh, chips oh. waving. You bitch. Oh, I thought Bean just had those at his house. <laughs> <laughs> for lonely nights. He's recording me from home. Yeah. Oh, all right. Got a lot of them. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I don't even. Let's, let's move on. I don't even remember where we were. Oh, uh, you were saying sound. What, freaking... what your favorite sound was. Yeah, though. okay. Yeah, okay. What I was it? I love the sound of snow falling. It is, and I'll tell you why. Here's snow falling. That's a total thought. You're like, you can't even hear it. Here's the thing. If you are out and there is a storm that's coming and it's the first snowfall, you actually can hear it like ding, 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 ding. Like a really light, almost like a chime sound when you hear snow falling. Kevin, your hand is raised, yes? That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. (laughs) That's saying a lot. This you is can, why you fail. You, you can, got a problem, lady. You can hear <laughs> nope. the sound of snow as it's going past your ears. You F can. you, you effing bitch. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Phil, for God's sake. He's right. That's an incredible bitch. <laughs> right. How heart. stupid can you get? <laughs> okay. You can't you can't hear snow falling. You can absolutely no hear can't. snow falling. No. Absolutely. I didn't think this could get any worse, but apparently it knows no bottom. And when it touches the ground, you it's like it's like little like it's chimes. You absolutely can hear it. 
It's in your Ke- head, Allie. You're Kevin, your hand your, is your hand is up again. You're still talking about listening to snow. Uh huh. Yeah, it's mm. only in your head. You can't hear it. You absolutely no, you can can't. hear. No, you can't. A light snowfall. Sure, you can. You can hear silence. That that's what you're talking about. It's like a calmness. You're not. It's silence. You're talking about. This is a really riveting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds rather stupid, but actually, it's real science. See, oh, that guy. Okay. Oh my God! Really. Right? That guy's with me? No, it's I, it, that's not a real sound. Oh. <laughs> what if I lick my dog's butt? <laughs> See? Great question, Jensen. Yes. Always a good follow-up. Kiss, kiss, bang, 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 bang. All right, that doesn't sound... Okay. Uh-huh. What about robots? What it's a good about question. robots? Great question. Thank God. Hello, Canada! <laughs> 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 Do you think anyone's listening right now? No, why would they be? We're desperately out of time, too. We have to stop. Can I just... I don't think he did a story. I did, like, four. Did you? Can I ask you a question, Bean? Before you go at the end of the year... Yes. Can we do a whole morning... Of just drops? Of just drops. Oh. I mean, we can add things every now and then, but I feel like it can be a whole morning of just drops. Try to play them all, you mean? Yes. Just conversationally? Just conversationally. Honestly, I don't know that we would have time. Yeah. There's over 10,000 on my machine. Well, then we can absolutely do a whole morning of just drops. Maybe a week. Of drops. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. Well, t- I'm thinking about you leaving every day. Well, so... I am too. And after this show, it's not going to be at the end of the year. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Check that out. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Going to be maybe Memorial Just Day. Wednesday. The way things are going. Happy birthday, Ben Mendelson, Mike Ness, Kobe Smulders, Amanda Bynes, Jenny Garth, Eddie Murphy, Adam Scott, Alec Baldwin. And Sebastian Bach, and that's what's happening. It was like three seconds, but it felt like three minutes. That's correct. correct. Mm-hmm. On your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, random act of helpfulness to the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Jensen has get up on this. We have Mr. Bad Example. Oh. Back. Mr. Look Bad Example is back. What could that be about? Dr. Drew is on the program, and your Coachella passes as well. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.